Hello and happy day. This is Dr. Mary Ann DiOrio, novelist and life coach, welcoming you to another episode of Winning with the Word. Today is Monday, July 4th, 2022, Independence Day here in the United States. And this is episode number 27 of series 2022. This episode is titled, Is Your Thinking Skewed? When we say that something is skewed, we mean that it is slanted or off-center in some way. So, the word skewed, as used in the title to this week's message, means to be off-center. We speak of picture frames that are skewed if they are leaning to one side on a wall. We also speak of ideas that are skewed when they are off-center. But in order to know if something is off-center, we must first know center. And how can we know center? In order to know center, we need a tool or a standard which shows us what center is. Then, when we've determined what center is, we can determine what is off-center. Let me illustrate. When my husband and I built a home years ago, we hired a general contractor to supervise the construction work. As the men put up the walls, they frequently used a level to measure if the walls were straight or not. They did the same thing with the doors and the windows. They used the level to determine if the windows and doors were installed straight or if they were leaning to one side or skewed. Every level the men used was exactly the same and worked the same way. So every measurement was accurate and the house was built straight. Now, imagine if each workman decided to make his own level his own way because he did not like the level provided by the general contractor. One workman's level would show the wall as being straight, while another workman's level would show the wall as being crooked or skewed. Or imagine if one workman used a ruler of 12 inches to a foot while another workman used a ruler of 15 inches to a foot. As you can quickly see, the result would be mass confusion. If you haven't recognized it yet, this is exactly what has happened in our culture. Each person is using a different ruler or level, and the result has been mass confusion and chaos. When each person uses a different rule of measurement, this is called relativism. Applied to a society, relativism is the view that each of us can decide for himself what is true and what is false, what is right and what is wrong. For example, if Jody decides that abortion is wrong but then has an abortion, she is doing wrong. But if Mary decides that abortion is not wrong and has an abortion, she is not doing wrong because her standard says that abortion is not wrong. So abortion could be right for one person and wrong for another at the same time. In a relativistic society, therefore, each person determines his own morality. 
Eventually and inevitably, those differing viewpoints will come into conflict with each other. Take, for example, the recent Supreme Court decision to overrule the Roe v. Wade decision. Those who believe abortion is wrong rejoiced at the decision, while those who believe that abortion is not wrong rioted at the decision. We ended up with a country even more divided than before. Why? Because truth and error cannot coexist. Light and darkness cannot coexist. Try going into a dark room and turning on the light. The dark will immediately disappear. The light will drive out the darkness every single time. The same is true of truth. Truth will drive out darkness and falsehood every single time. That is the reason that Jesus said knowing the truth will make us free. Fittingly, as we celebrate America's Independence Day today, we need to ask ourselves as a nation, are we truly free? I think not. Any nation enslaved by sin as America is now, is not a free nation. On the contrary, any nation enslaved by sin is a nation that will not survive unless the people repent. And if the people do not repent, God will judge that nation. Freedom begins on the inside. It begins with knowing truth. In John chapter 8, verse 32, Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Only truth will set us free. Circling back to the beginning of this message, only knowing center will help us to determine what is off-center. Jesus Christ is center because he is God. We read this in Colossians chapter 1, verse 16. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible. All things were created through him and for him. If we want to know whether or not a philosophy or an ideology is skewed, we simply compare it to what Jesus says in his word. If it agrees with what Jesus says, then it is true. If it does not agree with what Jesus says, then it is not true. God alone is the arbiter of truth. He alone determines what is true. For man to attempt to do so is to seek to make himself God. It is idolatry. This is what America has done, and unless she repents, she will come under God's wrath. Indeed, we are already beginning to see God's wrath upon our land in the form of unprecedented weather patterns, disease outbreaks, and economic downfalls. On this Independence Day, I urge all those within the sound of my voice to repent of your sin and to turn to Jesus Christ. He will welcome you with open arms. He will forgive you of your sins, cleanse you of all unrighteousness, and give you new life, his life. Once you turn to him, your thinking and your life will no longer be skewed. They will be centered in Christ, the rock of your salvation. 
Pray this simple prayer with me now to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. Lord Jesus, I want to know truth. You are truth, so I want to know you. I repent of my sin. I ask you to forgive me and to cleanse me of all unrighteousness. I receive you now as my Savior and Lord. Thank you for saving me. In your name I pray. Amen. If you sincerely prayed this prayer, welcome to God's family. Please write down today's date. It is your spiritual birthday. And please write to me at drmaryann at maryanndiorio.com. I would like to send you a free PDF booklet titled After You're Born Again. This booklet will help you to get started in your walk with Jesus. I also encourage you to get yourself a Bible and read it every single day. The Bible is God's love letter to you, his manual for your life. In the Bible, God reveals who he is and he teaches you how to live. Finally, ask the Lord to lead you to the church of his choice for you, where you can learn truth and experience fellowship and encouragement with other Christ followers. It is critically important in these last days to fellowship with other believers who are mature in Christ and who can guide you as you grow in him. If this podcast has helped you in any way, please consider supporting it by becoming one of my valued patrons. Just go to patreon.com slash winning with the word. Until next time, remember that God loves you just as you are and just where you are and that he will help you to keep on winning with the word. Mm